you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Yeah. Third Eye Blind. No. Um, Is it a 90s alternative rock band? I think. I, I don't have the uh, the space to say any more because he repeats the title every other line. It's closing time. Yeah. You looked yeah. that up. No. No, that's what he said. He said that right away. Okay, well, I didn't hear because you talked over him and his mic went out. Closing time, Semisonic. Yeah. Nice. Count it. And he doesn't even like music. What? <laughs> Brandon doesn't listen to music. It's like, uh, this guy doesn't even like cheese. You don't right, introduce something, something like that. It's not true. I, in my defense, I listen to music. It's just bad music. So I don't, oh. talk, I don't talk about the music I listen to because it's all terrible. But I know that it's terrible, and that's part of the fun. All right. Well, tell us one of the bands you like that you think is terrible. Uh, Oliver Tree. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Cigarno's Boys. On with Brandon bringing the pain. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a, a draft or top list this year. Looking forward to that. Before we get into it, though, uh, comments on the CA's list, because they are the, the list that matters for retail tobacconists, which, uh, Brandon, you and I, I think we uh, were cut from the same cloth in uh, the sense that we just like helping out the customers we know are tobacco. Uh, we have the knowledge. Tyler... Uh, Tyler's on for the laughs. He's the funny guy in this group. <laughs> I think I think Tyler was so bad at being a retail tobacconist that he had to leave the industry, is what he told me. I think he made the I right was, call. I think that's I was what too he said. mean. Oh. I would just roast people what they bought. So yeah, I'm not a nice person. But here's my thing. I first of all, I didn't know about that it came out this week until. I got an email from Alec Bradley about them trying to push me to buy their Churchill Black Market. But I has look. any cigar, any picture of a cigar ever looked like a burn victim that's been run over by a fire truck more than the black market? Have you seen that photo? I'm, I'm looking at it now. It does look pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think they kind of called an audible and decided to do it before Christmas instead of after Christmas like they did last year. And uh, it caught some people by surprise. I usually listen to like Coop's podcast where they yeah. um, pick the were whole they... top 25 and it's just like Mr. Autism tells us everything that's going to be on there and it's amazing. <laughs> but like, but now they just kind of sprung it on us and I, I don't think anybody cares. I don't know. I don't know if anybody ever cared. I think this year more than any other year was the least amount people cared. And then especially when the Cuban became number one, people cared even less about it. But like, I didn't see anybody posting really about when they announced uh, six, seven, eight, or seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, like I said, I only knew they released a list because I checked my email and I got an email from Alec Bradley telling us, Hey, buy black market Churchill. We have them in stock. So the number one cigar of the year that it isn't Cuban is the Rocky Patel 660. Yeah. There you go. 
which in all honesty is not a bad cigar. Mm-hmm. If if I had a $20 bill, that's not the first cigar I'd trade my money for, but it's not a bad cigar. Um, I thought it was odd that like number five through 10, except for the Principe are all like seven inches long. Like, yeah, who the no, hell, you're, you're smoking all these boys. Churchills? No like, one's smoking Churchills. The only Churchills that get smoked regularly by anyone are Connecticut's, it seems like, at least yeah. for my, the markets that I sell to. Bring back the Churchill. Is it coming back? $18 Churchill now. Hey, Tyler, you smoked a long cigar today. That Napa one? Yeah, I smoked half of it. Uh, it, was, it was all right. Um, Did you at least save the other half? Cut it? Cut it throw it in a baggie? No. Yeah, I did. I cut it and then mm. I put it in the bag and then the ash got all over the, the, mount, the head of the cigar. It was awesome. No, I, sm- I smoked three quarters of it. I, I had to go to work, but I smoked it right away in the morning. Um, it was solid. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a good, that's a pretty, I don't know how much it costs, but that's a good, you can't hear me? No, I can't. I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Oh, I'm like, damn. Uh, my, my headphones are, I don't think you're supposed to wear headphones every single day, 10 hours a day, like I wear them. So they don't last very long. So these are $275 headphones and they, one of them died two minutes into using them but hey, um, I, let me know i have the 69 dollars for you whenever oh, you uh for the, for the mic yeah i need yeah. to get a mic um and get the but oh well, fuck. There's, there's two things i wanted to say before we got to our discussion here but uh yeah it was good agonors is good it was a good cigar how, how much does that cost at uh at napa cigars 15 bucks, 18 bucks. I probably round 15. I really don't remember the box price because my membership is on hold right now. Damn. Um, but real quick, I wanted to say I will have a, I'll be able to smoke more and do podcasts more frequently because I just got the call from my uh, broker that my, uh, that I'm good to close on my house. Oh. So I, I close next week, Friday, the day before Christmas Eve, and then I work Christmas Day. I start at 3, 3.45 a.m., and then I work, I start at 3.45 a.m. on Sunday, and then I work all the way till Monday at 3 p.m. in a row. But I need a washer and dryer, so I need to work, unless Brandon wants to buy me one. Um, oh, and then, so I'm excited about that on the house. So uh, real quick, uh, I'm excited because now it was... Granted, it was overpriced quite a bit, but it was listed in August for four hundred and thirty, and then um, I got it for three hundred five plus um, closing covered and uh, a buy down, a rate buy down for the first week, and it was and the rates just dropped a little bit, so the rate interest rate isn't horrible. I mean, it's more than what it was, but um i know like in the 90s interest rates were like 15 percent on a house but um so it's only a little bit higher than it was during the pandemic and then uh, i got it for way cheaper it's uh congrats it's in austin yeah Big thank win. you it's in yeah it's, it went for it's good in austin. guys yeah it's in austin so it's not like i was looking at the suburbs and i don't want to be i'm not i'm not that old so i don't want to be like in the suburbs you know uh, so i wanted to be close to 
downtown and the airport and uh, like this area called Riverside and Congress. Brandon, you know, we, we went to Congress, but um, I'm stoked. And, uh, and then secondly, I found out fucking amazing news is my favorite album of all time is uh, it's called Give Up and it's by the Postal Service. Um, they, they only made one album together. It was the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie, Ben Gibbard. And then I forgot the other dude's name, but he's in a band called Don't Tell and a couple other projects. Um, and uh, they decided that for the 20 year anniversary of the album, they're going to go back on tour. They hadn't been on tour in years. And uh, I bought tickets. Uh, I bought two tickets or uh, two different shows. I'm going to Connecticut to visit Nate and hopefully Nick will be there. Nice. It's, on, in, it's in New Haven, Connecticut. So I bought three tickets for me, um, Alyssa and her sister. And, and then I bought two more tickets and we're going to the Greek in Berkeley. And uh, so I'll probably be able to see Dom and then my brother that's in October. So I don't know where Berkeley is. It's, how far is that? It says uh, that it's close to the Oakland airport. Yes, yeah, closer to the, the lounge where I work. Ohlone. Yeah, so I'm pretty stoked. So yeah, that's good news, man. And I was freaking out because they had they weren't playing in Austin, which blew my mind. But I guess Death Cab for Cutie was playing in Austin in January. So I guess for them to come back eight months later doesn't make sense, even though he's with another band too. They're playing two albums. They're playing the, the Death Cab for Cutie album and then they're doing the Give Up album. Um, so I'm pretty stoked the tickets weren't that bad but they sold out quick i had to get online and but yeah so i'm seeing them in california and i'm seeing them in connecticut so i'm stoked so i got tickets to the uh <clears throat> the postal service concert for their like 10-year tour that they did you did um, what well, back in the day right and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought that it was like wednesday june 6th or something and it was like the Wednesday prior. So I was like so excited the whole week. Oh. I was getting ready to go. I get ready that Wednesday. I look online and I see the ticket, like the show happened a week earlier. And I was just devastated. Was that the last time you did a show? That's the last time that I've thought about buying tickets. Yeah, because I know I, they haven't, they don't, they don't tour very often. In fact, he's pretty yeah. like, so I'm really, yeah. Damn, I can't, oh, I'd be pissed. But yeah, oh, so I'm so stoked. And then one time when I was a scenester, I bought death cab tickets for me and my girlfriend. But mm. they, me, and my, me and my girlfriend broke up. So my dad went with me to see death cab. And it was very... <laughs> Which album? Did you, what album were they playing? Uh, so it was the one after Transatlanticism. Plans? Yeah, it was Plans. That's what so got us. Soul Me Potty. Yeah. I really like Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Dope. That's awesome, man. I can't believe he was married to uh, Zoe uh, Deschanel and they broke up. Yeah, he really dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Zoya? Zoe. Zoe. Hmm. Don't say Zoe. well. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, before we lose all of our listeners, uh, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West does all things... For a small batch online, uh, the articles, he writes them up, puts together all the blind reviews. Thanks, Dave. Dave, big supporter of the Oro Blanco. It's not too late. Well, it might be too late for your Christmas, but hey, New Year's cigar, question mark, Oro Blanco, small batch, 
Cigar Noise. I'm coming uh, on with the Oral Blanco, and it's 69 bucks. That's for you, Dom. Tyler, how about that uh, that new cigar coming out, the Viso Jalapa? Viso Jalapa. See that? Limited. Yeah, the Cavalier. Yeah. Or how about uh, um, I can no longer get VisoHorny.com because somebody took it. No way. Domain's gone? Yeah, so this guy posted in. Tyler, you're walking around and you're and, losing uh, Wi-Fi. He posted like, hey, what's everybody doing in the industry or whatever? And I put down like, oh, I'm the CEO and president of Visa Horny Enterprises. And then that, uh, the domain yeah. name. Tyler, stop walking around the house. Okay. That's all. Yeah, so that's my funny story. Well, we kind of heard, I don't know, Brandon, if he was in and out for you too. Yeah, it was in and out, but I know the details of the story and I know the individual and he will be dealt with. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for the top 10 list, real quick, let's go over last year's BA War, the La Madrina Shade, Patina Maduro Precipitation, number four, Tatuai LLE Capa Special, five, Lampert uh, Azul, six, Foundation Goliath, seven, BLTC Reverse Cato the Hive, eight, EC. Peace, nine, Espinosa Chocolate and Cream, and 10, The First Growth by Warped. Uh, the way we're doing our list, Brandon, is we're drafting. So I don't know who gets first or second pick, but we'll do like Tyler first, me second, you third. Snake draft, you get fourth. I get fifth, mm. Tyler sixth. Tyler seventh, I get eighth, you get ninth. And the tenth, we have to just argue and fight over. And once two of us agree, then that's our tenth. So you pretty much, you get three cigars for this list to vote for. So if you have 10, that's great, but top three are what matter. Three and a third. Yeah. I like it. Oh, question before we start. Shoot. Uh, Tyler, how far is your new house from uh, Skip's place? That's really the only important question. Hmm. Uh, I am 13 minutes from Skip's house. <laughs> I didn't map it out. Is that walking or sprinting? I did. <laughs> That's driving 100 miles. No, I'm uh, I, I use it as a reference point because there's a lot of cool stuff in that east side of Austin. He's never here anyway. So. But it's only 20 minutes to HQ. All right, let's do this. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to give you first just because I don't want any flack. Brandon, I'll give you second. And I'll take third and fourth. Okay. Are we so agreed? We're starting from the top. You get to pick our number one cigar of the year. Oh, that's a that's high praise. Yeah, but hey, last remember last year I took a picture of all five I had, and you're supposed to take a picture of your five, and you never did. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, my number one cigar <laughs> is uh, Roma Craft <laughs> the back. Casa Torres twenty. Um, you're you just muted or something. That's that's my number one. Tyler, you started laughing. Who's sitting across from me again? Brandon, number two. <laughs> what was the number one? I, the Casa I Torres. Yeah, I believe, but What's Tyler's that? getting nervous, turning red. Are we being size specific here, or is it just blood? You can be size specific, but I'm probably not gonna 
write that out. I don't care. This is it doesn't matter. Okay. Tyler, can uh, you can you make sure that your mic works now? Just verify for us. Yeah, it works. What was number two? <laughs> kind of seem embarrassed about number one. I don't know if uh no, it's funny because skip's in the same room. That's why it's funny. But that's yeah, a, that, that was yes, that's why I thought it was funny, but just knew that confirmation. And because my headphones keep dying and it's really pissing me off. I left my wired headphones at HQ. What the heck did you pick? I thought you were gonna pick uh Craft 22 over that. It was tough. I mean, I've smoked more of the Craft 2022s, but um I have two left of those and I don't know when I'm gonna smoke them again. Like I smoked one after I got an accepted offer on the house, like at a celebration, but the other two I'm saving. So. All right, Brandon, hit us up with two. All right, I'm going to go something that's regular production and probably the best new regular production cigar this year, the Olmec Claro. Mm. Yes. Do you have a favorite size? That one? I like the Robusto and the Corona Gorda, but the Double Corona is also really good. But I'd probably say CG Corona Gorda. Final answer. Okay. Uh, number three cigar of the year, Sumato and C Major, Crown Heads. It's an LE, but it's good. And I blind reviewed this one, and I still loved it. That's how you know. Uh, see, I get number four. Oh, dang it! So I, I was gonna do the Olmec Maduro, but I don't know if I want to do the Claro and the Maduro. I feel like we'd be just like foundation boys at that point. A little too foundation heavy. Uh, I'm going to go with the Diesla by Dapper. I was trying to compare the two last, or I don't know if it was last year's, Desvolito. And I don't know which one I like more. They're both good. I have a box of the other one, but that's our number four cigar of the year. Why didn't he call that the Dice Vito? It's just like right there. It upset me. Daisla, I don't get it. It's the Dice Vito, but it would, it's by Daisla, so it should be the Dice Vito. No say. No. Okay. Number five, Brandon. Oh, it's back to me? Oh, so it's like a snake. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of pressure. Um, so we got Roma, but not technically. We got Foundation. We got Dapper. And we're allowed to do. Wait, what else did we miss? You can do don't whatever you, get... you want. Don't you get two? Oh no, you did Sufamato. So we it's... have crowned heads. Yeah. Got it. And Ellie's are eligible, is what we're saying. Correct. This is tough. Only it's got to be just something you smoked this year. Like, what? Was, no, yeah. But it was like, like new this year, right? It came out like, this came year. Out yeah. This... Whatever. Pick a. a... Hey, so what? this. I had trouble deciding whether the cigar came out last year or this year, but it was very good. And it's just been a while since I've smoked it. But I think the Paladin de Saka deserves to be on the list. So I'll go Paladin, even though it's $30. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it came out. out in late, late December. So I think that, I think that's fine. Well, it's like the, the 440 Tricky Traka. I think that was also December release. So the 448, I actually might prefer. Screw it. Let's do Cohetes broadly. <laughs> Final answer. Yeah. 
Those have been smoking really good recently. I need to smoke. Uh, I need to smoke another one of those. I smoked them when they all came in, and then it's been slow since then. Damn, Tyler. you guys are gonna let me. You guys are gonna let me get my number two cigar of the year at number six. Uh, Roma Craft Tobacco Craft Twenty Twenty Two. Tyler, go Damn. back. Go back in front of Skip and say this. No, my headphones aren't working, so I got to do it in the house. Okay. You've been doing a lot of walking, I've noticed. Yeah, I'm trying to get my abs straight. Mm. Uh, yeah, 2022, Roma Craft, Craft 2022. It's uh, really good. I probably smoked about 40 of them. I got about 30 left. Um, they're really good. They're perfect size, 5 by 50 Um. I like the ones that have a little bit more of the Ecuadorian Connecticut on them. Uh, yeah, those, man, those are, that price point too, like 12 bucks for those, I think. That's a good, for a, something like that, like artisanal or whatever. I think it's a good value. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, I, that's probably the cigar I smoke the most of. Well, actually, no, I mean, well, I guess if like single sizes, yeah. Um, because I smoke a whole bunch of other different uh, Roma craft in different sizes, but the um, the craft 22 is a single Vitola where I smoked the most of. All right, Tyler, you're back. Number seven, uh, Patina Sumatra in the Corona Gorda size, mm, the copper. Yeah, uh, I bought a box of those and uh, I smoked through them, they are really, really good. Um, I think I have a couple left actually. Uh, I smoked through the precipitation and the robusto, a five pack of each, and then I smoked a bunch at the trade show, and I smoked a couple at TPE. Uh, I'm not a big Sumatra guy, but um, that one's really good. Um, I kind of got to be in the mood for it because it's it's pretty earthy to me, um, and uh, um, but it's weird because like I'm not a big Sumatra guy, but I really like the last year. I liked the the Tatuaje. Um, Sumatra Lonsdale a lot that was on the list um wish I still had some of those um but uh yeah the patina Sumatra I think is it's a good I think it really rounds out the portfolio and I want to say too I don't know if you guys listened to Sultan's of the, Sultan of the Smoke this week uh Rich said he did not like the Olmec Claro um which it was surprising I don't know he only smoked one so I mean you guys at least smoke something at least the very minimum twice before you can kind of like just I don't, know, I don't think he dismissed it and he's he listens so he'll probably comment on it but rich try it again man because it's, it's really really good i only won't be able to smoke it again till spring um because it's cold up in wisconsin but the uh it's good um a little expensive but it's uh it reminds me of like a freaking padrone man um I really like them a lot. So I haven't uh, listened to the Sultans yet, but I prefer the Maduro over the Claro. Are you just saying that because Maduros are more popular amongst like boutique no. smoke? No, I've uh, smoked. Okay, I've smoked both. I've only smoked one of the Claro, and I've smoked multiple Maduros. It's a better cigar. You can't. You smoked one of them. That's not a valid. You probably ate something spicy and ruined your palate. We only have the uh, Coronas in. I don't want to grab another one and have to sit down and smoke it for two hours when I could grab a Maduro, which I might do oh, tomorrow. You're going to let party. Try it again. 
And I smoked them. No, I had the Maduro and the and the double Corona. They're both really good. What? Oh yeah. So number six, Patina Sumatra. Nope, that was number seven. Seven, number seven. Sorry. Yeah. All right, Brandon, your last pick. Pick number eight. Oh, this is tough. But I'm gonna say the hundred Anyos Corona Special. My Faja. How much is that puppy? Like 13 bucks. Oh, sorry, which, which size? The the Corona Special. It was like the Lonsdale size. Okay. That thing was fantastic. Do you have any more of them? No. How how did that not make the list for CA, but just the standard Louis you did? Maybe they didn't review it. Did you, did you look? They reviewed it. Okay, you always ask me this. I didn't look. No. Then why you can't? Have I just like assume. A... I assume they did. So why would you assume? make the assumption you... that they did review it? Why not put that? Um, my last pick, number nine. I'm going with the Cofredia EMS Boulevard and Caldwell. Nice price point. I heard those were good. It's a good cigar. All right, now uh, we uh we got to fight for the tenth. Number 10, Roma Craft Tobacco and Temperance. Dude, e- relax, e- relax. Hey. Reverence. How was that not on there? That was a really good cigar. Half wheel gave it a 92 or 93. Yeah, I got a 93. Are we half wheel? Um, I think we would all love to be half wheel or at least work for I, I know I would. Uh, you know what half wheel should do? If, if we were half wheel, what I would do, uh, month of January, Smoke and review all of CA's top 25 and just shit on it. Yeah. Uh, potential number 10. I say the Cuba Aliados. The Oliva, not the limited edition. One by Aladino. Yeah. It's a good coffee cigar. That is a good cigar. Um, that reference was really good. Hopefully we're supposed to be getting. Hey, ask Skip when we're getting them. That's coming in this year or next year. Uh, I know they're getting a shipment in tomorrow, so maybe, but. Okay. Uh... Ren, you smoked the uh, snake shake? Yeah, I did. I had the stinky pinky. Man, I... somebody persuade me. Kaiser Soze. Just kidding. Just joking. I don't, I don't have anything. Uh... I'll throw that on my list. The Maduro. Good bookend this list. list with the Olmec. Think of other things that we need to put honorable mention to. Who can we tag that will give us more likes and follows? Tyler, who has a good Instagram following? <laughs> Wait, what? McAuliffe. McAuliffe, what about him? No, it was, we, need, we need a tenth. Oh, uh, actually from McAuliffe, did y'all get to smoke the baby Leanda? No, that was, no, it's like a four by 46 of their Leanda blend, which honestly, just to, to be not disrespectful, but I, I don't typically like the Leanda blend, but in that four by 46 size, it's really, really good. I smoked a lot of those this year. Um, the Freyo Tego TAA was fantastic. I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, that, that Alfonso was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, the Maria Lucia, that was fantastic. There you go. I'm thinking about that uh, one. That's a maybe. Um, 
You guys don't have a list? Like, I made no. a list. You guys don't have. Well, no. then, Tyler, please I'm, share. Um, I have the Romacraft Baca Yelly. <laughs> I knew you'd have at least five on there. I knew it. I don't. I don't smoke. Uh, I only get to smoke in much variety. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's all I got. Um. Nice. Ooh, well, the the yeah. Dowd Master Selection 2014. You guys don't have lists. I do, but they're all on the list already. I've got a list of like 70 cigars that I liked, and I'm just in real time trying to decide which one I like the best. All right. Well, of the ones that you've mentioned, I've only smoked a few, and I would be happy with the Maria Lucia as a 10. All right. We'll go with that one. Then. Let's do it. Cool. We can't have it be half rum and crap. I mean, we can. I mean, because they make some of the best cigars out there. But uh, yeah, but what about the what about podcast would just be a joke. That's fine. Uh, what about 95? the Padron, Padron 90? Or, or the, or the uh, what do you think of the Eladio Diaz? What is life? The Agape? Yeah. I I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Yeah, um, I didn't like it either. Um, I... I was pretty underwhelmed by it. Uh, but the one Ventura is making, is it the Super Ego? Mm. That one I'm intrigued by. Are we ready to do the top 10 list of things we want to smoke that don't exist yet? Hold on, let me uh, <laughs> let me run back this list. Our top Cigar Noise boys. Top cigars of 2022. One, Casa Torres. Two, Olmec Claire by Foundation. Three, Fumato C Major. Crown Heads, four. Uh, Dapper Diesla, five, Cohetes Broadleaf Tatuaje, six, Craft 22, Romacraft, seven, Patina Sumatra, uh, Corona Gorda, eight, 100 Años, Corona Especial, uh, my, my father, nine, Cofredia EMS, Bolvar and Caldwell, and 10, Maria Lucia, uh, Ace Prime. Um, so of the ones you guys picked, how many would you say you smoked of the ones you picked? Like, Dom, if you pick the cigar and put it in the top 10, you smoked it three times, I am literally quitting the podcast. Okay. Hey, Tyler. Yeah. Remember, I work two nights a week. That's it. Okay? Gotcha. And those are my smoking days. And... You only one... smoke twice a week? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Never mind. I guess you're right. I, right, so I apologize for I've smoked three boxes of Olmec Claros. I've smoked four boxes of Cohetes Broadleaf. Damn. And what was my other one? Oh, uh, hundred on yours. Uh, probably two boxes of that one. Okay. It was, it was a little yeah, bit. I, I knew Brandon would. I just don't like the people who put a cigar in the top ten and then they smoke it once or twice or didn't even buy a box. Like and the, the real the, Sia, we didn't get very much of, so I only had like three of those. So it's a hard one for me to. Yeah, but no, I I understand, and you're. But uh, the the Tatuaje Cohete Broadleaf I thought was really good. I I got a box from your shop and I smoked all of them. That's a, that's my size, man. I like those short, mm-hmm. tall ones. And I, they were fine when they came out and they they were good. But I smoked another box recently and they got so much better. So like I don't know. That's just fresh yeah, on my memory. For- it's fresh on my memory how good that was when I went through those. Okay top 10 cigars we want to smoke or we haven't smoked uh the discord exclusive 10 by 100 by lfd 
hundred percent. Prepare to be gaped. <laughs> Inverso for Tillo. I smoked that. Yeah. And I smoked it the way that he didn't tell you to. There's a third option. In the center? Yeah, through the middle. Mm. So I lit I lit both ends and scuba it down towards the middle. Nice. And it was very good, actually. <laughs> Damn. I thought I was gonna hate it, but it was wonderful. Um, foundation Sinager. I haven't smoked that one yet. Tyler, we had Nate on the podcast. He told us how to say it. I said it right. Sinager. The netter. <laughs> All right, damn. Jeez. Joe, you and your flannel. Is it a twin size mattress? What's that for? You you have a kid already? No, we're trying Different. to get rid of that. No, I gotta take it to the dump. We're gonna get someone to pick it up. It. What's that stain on there? Relax. All right. Uh, foundation. Joe Rogan exclusive. Ooh, I have one. Didn't you smoke it? I hadn't smoked smoke it. Yet, Oh, you got that at PCA this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. I spent ten thousand on his booth, so I got one for free. So I've had like every size of the Viso Horny except for the four five two, because I guess you haven't done samples of that yet. But I'm excited for that one if that ever gets made. If I'm excited too for it to be for me to smoke it again. Um, look. When he gets back from vacation, I'll ask him about it. Anything um, by Favili, formerly known as Mombacho. My, my buddies rep for them or broker for them out here. Huh. And they've been brokering for them since January. And I still haven't got a freaking sample of anything. And I'm just so disappointed. Well, have they released anything since? I don't think so. The last like, Small three years? Shit. I don't know. Hmm. I want to oh. smoke it. I want to like it. Hey, Tyler, El Dandy Cubano said the VHS Mandingo is the best cigar of the year. Damn. Yeah, I praise. There is a 6 by 60 and I have like three of them left, and they are good. Yeah. There's a lot of ESO for me. You gave me one of those. Uh, 414 Marco says the Patina Sumatra and the Olmec Claro. Nice. I told you. Two for the two. Uh, a good cigar. Chip and Lonsdale's wants a worst cigars of the year list. Uh, that Magic ATL was awful. I think that's made at Ace Prime. Maybe. I have to fact check that. It sucked. I'm not going to kill somebody, but I mean, I would say maybe something like I would look forward to, like but I didn't like I didn't like the the one off um Allegra Allegria. I had the mm-hmm. Corona Gorda or the Lonsdale. I didn't like it. Um I like that only in the Corona. Try that if you see it out there. Okay. Um a lot of the Viaje stuff has been tasting the same and having the same kind of construction stuff that Aganors has had. I hate to say it because I love Terrence. I love their factories. Cool. They got a lot of artwork. I they used to be my favorite, one of my favorite factories. But um, man, I guess to get a lot of like, like I don't know, man, combustion issues and draw issues. It's, it's um, 
uh, what's, gains me to say it. What's her factory's new name? I forget it. I don't know. Tabsa? Tabsa's new new name. They renamed it. Factory. I forgot what it's called. Um, have you tried this the stuff um, from Rainier's new factory? Yeah, the uh, selection number one. How was that? I I enjoyed it. Um, it was priced really well. The Corona Gorda, which I he had weird fucking names for everything. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Uh, Is this the one with the green paint job inside? Yeah, I think it was called the Essentialis. Um, so that size specifically was very good um and the packaging i think he did a really nice job with that um he did finally release the rare of rare that he announced at tpe um and surprisingly to me those were actually very good too i was worried that they were terrible because he wouldn't let anybody smoke it in january and then wouldn't let anybody smoke it in july so i figured oh these must just suck that's why he's not giving them to us and I was wrong. They're very good. Twenty dollars? I don't know, but cigar itself. Uh, I guess it rolled Miami. Yeah. The new warped is thirty bucks. Is it really? Yeah. That that upper realm? Oh, did you no, see upper, the upper realm's twelve fifty? Oh no, the uh, Don Ronaldo. Yeah, seventy year. Gotcha. Did you see Kyle's post today, Tyler? No. There's been some libel, apparently. Uh, what does that half, word mean? Half will in their write-up uh, put all the information, and then said, when contacted, Kyle like refused to comment on the release or anything. And Kyle on his Facebook post said they never reached out to me, so this is all a lie. Things are heating up. Which side are you going to take? Are you going to be on the half will side or the warped exclusively different side my guess is that it went to his spam box because he only responds to cigar aficionado because hmm. he's still playing for that top range over there yeah <laughs> tyler remember when you weren't so pc when you just kind of just let loose let the slander fly um Real quick, remembers. Uh, last uh, listener comments. Velvet Smoke says Craft 22. Yep, nailed it. Uh, Yogi Patina Sumatra, nice. Austin Card said Davidoff Master Selection 2012. Nope. So, War Bear. That came out this year? I think that was last year. Yeah. That was a good Got a few of those. My bad. Uh, then I have a I mean, bunch of pointless comments because. I realized I didn't ask a question in the question sticker. I just said, we're doing this review. So Romatron said, okay. Mukau Rich says, cool. And then uh, James, exceptional cigar, 229 says, thank God. So I guess nice. that means our lists are better than the rest. According to James. Thank you, James. I think our list needs more cigars that have been out for 20 years. We're too new. 20 years. I'd do a top 10 for uh, regular production. Yeah, that'd be fun. Everyday Smokes, yeah. Uh, Intemperance BA, Cro-Magnon, Neanderthal. Mm. Oh, are you with Skip? Are you with Skip? Tabernacle. 
You with Skip? No, he's he's out in the back. My headphones, so I didn't want to be out by the pool. You're right. You said that. So you know how he teased that Pennsylvanian broadleaf? Mm-hmm. Call it the Pro Magnet because it's Pennsylvanian broadleaf. You rolled your uh, eyes? That's cool. You got the Crow Magnet. You got the Pro Magnet. Crow and Pro? Yeah. I like my idea for a box-pressed war and a box-pressed piece, and you name it Peacemaker and War Machine or War something, Hammer something. It doesn't fit the theme, but those are badass names. And you can box. Can you imagine that BA box press in a four and a half by 60 ring gauge? Wrapping your mouth around that, mm. Brandon? Definitely, Korean. <laughs> um, hey, man. Has anybody tried the LFD NFT? Uh, yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh. How'd you get it? You bought one? No. Oh, you got it from uh, Carney? No. You are one of the seven people who bought one? No. Hmm. How'd you get it? I do want to talk some shit about that, though. Can we Zero. not? Can we not sell NFTs of cigars, please? I know nobody's listening to me, but don't say that. Skeeter Johnson, though, do not make an NFT. It's a stupid idea. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if it makes sense for LFD or whoever, if they can get 90K. All right. So the guys that bought it are quickly finding out that there's not a market for this thing. And me and a bunch of other trolls jumped in to the Discord and we're just pumping this thing to the moon and telling these people they're gonna be so freaking rich and like hiring gay porn stars to pump it and show people how the reverse taper technology is gonna change the world. And it, it's just a bad idea, man. If you do good business with the company and they wanna make you an exclusive to reward you for the business you do, that's the way you do it. You don't buy the rights to an exclusive. This is stupid, don't do it. And you especially don't pay money to a retailer who's going to be competing with you and underselling you on the very product that you're paying for the exclusive right to sell. It doesn't make any sense. It's very stupid. Yeah, because who's going to like, who's going to, I mean, they're, they've already all blinked first, but who's going to be the one who sells it? Look, 50 bucks a piece, you know. That's well, going to be the market rate. Like, they'll get down to 30 at some point. And then it'll just be straight Keystone. Because LFD is selling it to them for 15 so we know that was seven is 15 yeah these people are buying it from lfd at 15 bucks a stick and then turning around and trying to sell it for 200 but well that's because they got 90k into the into it but i guess they hey that's the humidor in the in the nft of it you have a just look at it as that's the cost of advertising for your website to get people to come click so you can get their email address so you can sell them other shit and just set a price you can actually clear these things at because nobody's buying them at 200 bucks that's all I'm saying. But yeah, I can I can make a case for that. Let's see, like you're a new small shop and you want to have an online presence. And so you're going to pay Abe $40,000 for the access to sell the new Tatawahe Anarchy. And people are going to come click on your website to buy the Anarchy from you. And then you're going to send them an email once a week to try to sell them something else. Like I could, you can make a case that that's a marketing expense to get in people's inboxes. But beyond that, like trying to sell it for $200 a stick doesn't make any sense to me. 
I'm curious to see like with the Tatuaje one, what's the split on there? What's Abe's share? What's Pete's share? Like, how are they going to, are they still going to do it? You think, or you think they're going to say, you know what? So I, when I talked to KC in November, he said they were still going to do it. Um, when he was at our tat event. And I, I was very confused because I think Abe and Peter kind of chopping the proceeds from it. I don't know what the exact split is, but I was also told that whatever the price of it is, whatever the average purchase price of the first six is, is what Abe is going to have to pay for his so that he has some skin in the game or something. But if he's getting a cut of the, the sale of the first six and paying half of the money for the seventh to himself, then like he's definitely obviously got a leg up on everybody else wanting to sell this thing. So I just, I don't understand the maths of why a retailer would buy in unless there was a specified price that Abe was guaranteeing he wouldn't sell it below so that you could have like some sort of profit idea insured. Cause you, it doesn't matter that there's only gonna be so many people are only gonna pay whatever the lowest price is and get it from them and leave the rest on the market. Well, so, yeah, I mean, it's almost like the whole thing with Syndicato. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Syndicato, but it was basically like, I'm not sure. I wish I knew more about it, but basically there's a lot of like TAA shops where they were kind of like, Oh, let's start our own brand and we'll push it at our shops. And like, we'll have a first wave of people, and then it was kind of like a multi-level marketing where you try to get more people in it. But when was the last time anybody heard anything from Syndicato? In my entire time at Michael's, I've had one person ask for it. Nobody talks about it. It's not something people want. And people come in all the time asking if we have any Andalusian bulls in stock. And those things fly off the shelves when we get them. But I haven't had a single person off the street come in and ask, Hey, how do I get that NFT Andalusian bull? They just, they don't know about it. They don't care about it. They don't want it in the lawn still. They want the Andalusian bull. So why are they going to pay $200 or something that they don't even want when they can get what they do want for 16, 17, 18 bucks? Next year, no segue. We do a list, five cigars that we think are the top of the year, five cigars that are just trolls and we mix them all up. Oh, Don't tell anyone. Okay, let's just redo our list right now. Wait, I'm not. I got one more question, real quick. Yeah. What's the cheapest you've seen the NFT for? The NFT cigar. Yeah. Um. So Alex, who bought two of them and put one hundred eighty thousand dollars into this thing, was selling them for ninety nine dollars a piece on Black Friday. Um. And then if you bought the box, it was like seventy five a piece. So he was willing to go down from, he, he was willing to drop his profit down to $60 per cigar, which is still an insanely high margin. Kind of makes me sick. But, but the, I think the secondary market price that we're seeing right now is about 60 bucks <sighs> is, what, is what people are willing to pay right now. But that's going to get closer and closer to 30 over time, I would imagine. What's the, well, so what's the recoup looking like? for this thing like eight years 10 years right that that's what i'm saying is like you can't look at it as a way to gouge people on margin to make your money back in a year if you're doing something that stupid you have to look at it as a we don't have relationships with this company and we're going to buy clicks on our website 
by getting people to come buy the cigar from us. Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Because we're one of seven people that has it. That one guy opened up a website where he's selling rare stuff. Has he put any, anything else on that site? Uh, I think he does his own line of cigars. Um, Exile cigars, I think is what they're called. But that's that's uh, Stogie Cop or Alex, the guy that bought two of them. And then there was the uh, the wonderful raffle that Matul Shah did. I don't know if we ever talked about that. Oh, you want to do a quick wrap up on that? Oh, that was probably the greatest thing that happened this year in my mind. Um, so after buying the NFT for, I think a little less than 80, he may have gotten it on the low end. Um, he decides that he was gonna make all of his money back with one magical raffle. And so he started selling $20 raffle tickets at first over the internet until he realized that that's technically illegal and that he didn't want to get busted. So they continued to sell the raffle tickets in the shop and push people towards calling the shop to buy them there. Um, but they thought they had dreams of selling like 5,000, 6,000 raffle tickets and giving away the golden humidor um, and making all of their money back in one nut so that the $100,000 they spent on this thing would have been back in their pockets. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of it, he actually shared his list of all the people who purchased raffle tickets. And it was not just names and the number of tickets sold, it was email addresses and phone numbers. So he doxed the <laughs> entire list of all the raffle participants to the world. And uh, so after the winner was announced, we all called him and emailed him and congratulated him on his, his victory. Turns out the guy was like recovering from cancer. And so he, he really appreciated the brotherhood and the enthusiasm um, of all the people celebrating his win from strangers. Um, what did he win? A five pack? Yeah, he won a fiver and like some art, I think. But yeah, anyway. because I don't think that many people bought it. <laughs> yeah, there was only 41 people in the raffle, which is still 800 bucks, right? So you're still but talking. 80,000, $800. Yeah, yeah, eight hundred dollars for a five pack. That's one percent. Yeah, that's pretty good because his cost on that five pack is fifteen times five, right? So seventy-five bucks, and then eighty thousand dollars for the right to sell it. So yeah, he's breaking even, pretty close, something like that. No, if I'm if I'm a factory that's at capacity and has cigars that people really want, I would say I'll make a cigar for you, but it's gonna be fifty grand startup fee and then like do it that way yeah i mean i don't know if your if your factory has has production capacity and you want to keep people employed and you want to do a run of something sell the run and say my minimum to make it worth my while to train these people how to do it or whatever is 500 boxes or whatever it is some people might be lower but like and you've got space to do that and you've got accounts that you do really good business with, like that's the way that it's historically worked is Roma's got a good relationship with somebody they make them the Yelly or they make them the Don Bosco or, you know, Tat has done the same thing historically. The way that Tat's shifted it is that the initial shop gets 500 now and then like everybody else splits the remainder of the production so that everybody gets a little taste but the major shop has like the first three months to sell through the initial run of it. That's cool. But paying an exorbitant amount of money for the exclusive right to sell something that nobody wants to begin with is silly. I don't understand. 
And with the anarchy, there's an established secondary market price. And so maybe like the humidor itself is cool. So like there's some intrinsic value to like winning the humidor. Both of these NFTs come with humidors, right? So maybe that's worth $10,000. I'm not upset about this. Why are we arguing? Hey, congratulations, uh, Tyler. Once again, we're podcasting with a guest. None of us are smoking. Oh, hell yeah. Because we're true fans. We don't need to be uh, smoking to talk about cigars. Hey, Dom, how's married life? It's great. Enjoying it. Is it good? Yeah. Are you done teaching for the year? Is you like, are you out of school now? Uh, tomorrow's last day. Nice. But then, last question. What? Uh, so what? What brand oh could do an NFT and it would it would command the same amount of money? Like like let's say Tatuaje. Like what's their biggest? Like would you say like a pork chop or a pork tenderloin? No, like, like just an opus. In- it would be an opus, yeah. Oh yeah, your own opus, yeah. Or like Padron Black, maybe, or yeah, Padron or, or Fuente could do it. What about Davidoff? No. Oro Negro. Oro Black. There you go. Black Gold. Sign me up, marketing major. Um. So you said Mary Life's good, Dom. Yeah. This. Thanks for inviting me to the wedding. Dude, I told you, you were a runner-up. If you were right. if you were um, in California, you would have been there. You'd been a groomsman. Yeah, you're right. I don't work at a major airline where I fly for free. Uh, my brother lives out there, so I have a place to crash. Um, I gotta come out to Dallas. Um, all right, I gotta Wait, go. No. So. Okay, Tyler, you're gonna be here in October. Yeah, for postal service. I I think it's a sign that the freckles in our eyes are mirror images, and when we kiss, they're perfectly. Uh, yeah, I'll be out there. Berkeley, the Greek. Nice. You got to get me to the Greek. Good talk. Thanks, Brandon, for I can't uh, you guys to see my house. Brandon, come down and see my house. Yeah. yeah. What do you move in? Uh, I close on the 23rd. Third. And then so you move I'll in on like the 26th because you worked through that Monday? Yeah, so I'll, I'm probably going to come in and put some shit in there on Saturdays to see it you don't nice. see the house but yeah probably I, I made Alyssa send me videos yesterday but so i have I a month my lease up. yeah she told me that that you messaged her she told me you slid in her dms i did i saw the house and i was like oh this must be tyler's new place and she's like yep i'm like nice congrats let me see it uh i did i didn't see us I didn't see a smoking room, so I wasn't sure. No, well, yeah, I mean, it's Texas, so I have a smoking backyard area. Okay. Um, cool. More like a side area, but I want to put a, I want to put a gazebo, and I'm going to do a Amazon um, housewarming thing because uh, I'm broke now from the down payment, twenty percent on a house. Nice. So uh, I need a uh, Dom. I need a washer machine, Brandon. I need a dryer. I mean, a, a washer, Brandon. I need a dryer. I don't have a toaster, um, so. You don't right, need guys. a toaster. We, we should a start toaster. a let's start a Visa Horny presale, and then you'll just have like money to to spend. A Visa Horny um, NFT. Yeah, that's what we should do. Or I should start a Visa Horny website. Oh wait, I can't. Oh, we can get it for you. I don't there want will, it. Anymore. There will be blood. Bite. 
Raffle off big lighters with the VH logo. So I, I've been spending a lot of time in the LFD forum and usually we herf with our shirts off. So it's been kind of interesting being with y'all and not mm. seeing your nipples for the past hour. But I appreciate y'all having me on. Is a shirtless mic. Do you have big areolas? Or are they do you have like big nips or what kind of nip situation you got me? going on? Oh, you yeah. want to see them? No, I'm, I can see them through the shirt. Yeah, they're pretty. Oh, they're small. They're pretty normal. It's like uh, mini pepperonis. At the cup of pepperonis. Get them hard. All right. All right. Uh, that's all I had. I want to talk about NFTs. That was. I'm just fascinated by it. Um. I, I, I mean, it's a good way for the company to get their money up front, and there's probably a price at which it would make sense for everybody. But not 80 grand, probably. But but not at where the initial bar was set. So I think as long as people's expectations are that, like, this is a marketing expense and we're not going to go as crazy or put as much money into it, I could see it go, go. being um, something. Oh, yeah. What was the best TAA of 2022 and then the worst TAA of 2022? Uh, I'll be honest, the Ferry Otego TAA was really good. Um, but it was short-lived on the shelf. I wish I could have gotten more of that. Um, I haven't, the TAT TAA from this year technically won't come out until January. So I'll have to save my opinion until that ships. My guess is that'll probably take the top spot for me. And the uh, PCA. Yeah, so the PCA Sumatra and the TAA broadly are both supposed to hit in January. Um, but the worst, Gurkha? Uh, the Gurkha wasn't bad. Um, it's basically based on that new collection of Specialis line that they do, um, which I think uses a Davidoff wrapper. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably the Asylum, honestly. The Asylum wasn't very good at all. And uh, It's expensive too, right? No, the TA is, it's like an $8 something. But it's just it's just a Toro size, and asylum smokers don't smoke Toros typically, so it's just kind of a weird. weird Do you smoke the nine by ninety? Dom did. Uh, I, I I want to. I've heard it's incredibly well balanced, and that it's very filling. Uh, the first like thirty minutes actually were not well. Like the first five minutes, not enjoyable, but then you kind of get used to it. And uh, then it's kind of smooth sailing for 25 minutes. And then you just can't taste anything for two plus three hours, four hours. And Adrian it, really killed this Domino's pizza. Did it? Did it hurt? Did you fully take it or? No, no, no. I kind of put I, your lips up against it. I was more of the lips up against. I tried to fully take it when I went to take a leak in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it dropped on my arm. That was regrettable. I'd get like a stand and smoke it from like a stand, like a fishing yeah. rod. All right, guys, I got to go. It's been real. Good to see you. Hopefully yeah. we can get on next week, boys. Um, yeah, Tyler, we'll figure that out. Uh, we're good for the end of the year. So maybe we'll get, oh, Opus Party tomorrow for Ohlone, my shop. Nice. Maybe I'll have something to talk about. How does Opus Party work? Uh, I forget what the name of the uh, the rep is. Comes in, but it's 
we don't put out our opus except for December. And I mean, when we get them in like mid-year, we'll put a box out, but mm -hmm. really just save it for this event and start Christmas party. Nice. Yeah. So do you like make people buy boxes of Coraline Fuente to get access to the opus party? Or Not like a full box. Usually it'll okay. be by five, I think is what it was last year. I don't know what we're going to do. But we, okay. we'll probably throw in some JC Newmans if that's allowed, because we're uh, we have some Americans we gotta gotta sling. Nice. Yep. Yeah, the American has not been a great mover for us. I'll be honest. Uh, the one size that people really liked was like the Churchill, but they don't. We haven't gotten that one in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the the wrappers just hard to get in that size. All right. On that note. All right, bye, Tyler. See you, Tyler. Keep oh, the cigars on ice. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Brandon. Way to take over. Our new host. All right. Hey, Dom, we're going to sit and keep talking while Tyler leaves us. Are All we? Right. Yeah. How do I make Dom the, the host? Hey, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Magnon. You got to sell it. Pro Magnon. Pro Magnon. Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Pro Mag. Pro Mag. Oh, like brotherly love, like bro magnon. Ooh, maybe. You oh, you actually right. did it. Dang, I was gonna say don't do it because I don't know if it'll destroy the recording. It won't. All right. No. <laughs> Fuck, that wasn't worth it. No, it won't change it. We'll find out. All right, love you guys. Keep those cigars on ice. Yep. <laughs>